On today's episode, how Taylor Swift flew to the Super Bowl without a carbon footprint. Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. When the Kansas City Chiefs won their historic Super Bowl victory in Las Vegas, millions of people were watching that had no interest whatsoever in the NFL. Taylor Swift fans. The pop diva has been a star attraction at Chiefs games all year, but to get to the Super Bowl, she flew from Tokyo, Japan, site of a recent concert, to Los Angeles, a distance of some 5,488 miles. Now, that flight was made in the comfort of a Bombardier Global 6000, flying at 39,000 feet with a 652-knot ground speed on average. It's a comfortable way to travel, but like all private jets, CO2 emissions per passenger mile are considerable. Swift's Trans-Pacific flight generated an estimated 40 tons of CO2. Now, one of the cleverer guerrilla marketing efforts of the year, that CO2 was offset courtesy of Los Alamos, New Mexico-based Spiritus. The company has developed a direct air capture CO2 removal technology, which the company claims is scalable and capable of removing carbon dioxide on megaton scales. The Spiritus system uses silo-like machines the company calls carbon orchards, where ambient air circulates passively across a proprietary solid sorbent that the company calls fruit, where CO2 is adsorbed. The fruit is then passed into a desorption system where the CO2 is stripped off the sorbent, which is then cycled back into the airstream. Now, from an engineering perspective, adsorbent-type CO2 capture is technically both simple and elegant with the right materials, but the secret sauce is in removing the CO2 from the sorbent surface. This can be achieved by heat, vacuum, or a combination of both in a process called vacuum temperature swing adsorption, but Spiritus uses a proprietary low-temperature desorption process which the company claims can reduce both energy requirements and overall system cost. And costs with the current technology are high, typically on the order of $700 per ton of removed CO2. Spiritus believes that their technology can reduce the cost to below $100 per ton, a carbon price level which could introduce some interesting economics into the CO2 balance equation. A typical passenger car emits about 4.5 tons of CO2 per year, so if an internal combustion engine's emissions are offset with a projected Spiritus system, net zero emissions could be achieved at a cost of about $40 per month. Current use electric vehicle pricing is approximately $5,000 higher than average internal combustion engine models, so if fossil fuel offsets were charged at the $40 a month rate for internal combustion engines, it would take about a dozen years to match the price premium for an electric vehicle. This is coincidentally about the average age of cars and trucks in the American consumer fleet. From an economic perspective, this would make the consumer choice for electric vehicles dependent almost entirely on factors like the cost of charging, maintenance, and insurance. In essence, advanced direct air capture technologies like the Spiritus system could be a new lease on life for traditional fossil fuel combustion technologies in transportation and power generation. There are literally dozens of firms, from industrial gas suppliers to oil companies, working on direct air capture technology with radically different technologies. And at this point, it's not clear which will be the first to commercial viability, or if direct air capture will ever emerge as a solution to the CO2 problem. At current pricing, the cost to offset Taylor Swift's Super Bowl flight was $28,000. Now that cost needs to drop by a factor of 7 to 10 for commercial viability, so direct air capture firms are in a race against companies developing non-fossil fuel-based energy sources and electrified vehicles, who must also reduce costs significantly to stay competitive. Well, that's it for today's audio version of This Week in Engineering, brought to you by Engineering.com. If you like this podcast, subscribe to Engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. 
You can also watch this podcast as a video along with our other exclusive series only on engineering.com TV. Thanks for tuning in.